This is Live Long, Retire Strong with Karen Presha Dowling from Dowling Legacy in Retirement. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Karen provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Live Long, Retire Strong with Karen Presha Dowling. Hello, and welcome back to Live Long, Retire Strong. My name is Karen Presha Dowling from Dowling Legacy and Retirement. If you'd like more information about what you hear today during our show, give us a call at 708 479 8771 or visit us online at dowlingretirement.com and while at our website click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on apple podcasts or spotify please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting halloween was yesterday and i love this season for all the creativity and ingenuity when it comes to costumes and house decoration. In fact, one of our local residents of New Lenox, which is about 15 minutes away in our neighborhood, won the best Halloween house decorating contest with a national TV program. Really? You're kidding. Fantastic. Yes, yes. Yeah, I love um, the season for that creativity for yeah. that particular reason and I love giving out candy and this year I asked Ron my husband to get the big size candy bars you know one yeah. pro tip that I'll give you is that you know everyone thinks oh I'll eat three little mini candy bars and yet they've eaten the equivalent of a regular size <laughs> candy bar so <laughs> I thought well I might as well just give out the big candy bars well sure that's awesome but, you guys you're the house to stop by then Oh, yeah. Giving out the full-size bars. I love it. You guys don't mess around. I was so... My husband for sure thought that no one was going to come to our house. We were new in the neighborhood. And, you know, he thought because of, you know, COVID-19 last year dramatically reduced the number of trick-or-treaters. Oh, yeah. We didn't know what to expect, but I'm telling you, it was at pre-pandemic pace. And I loved seeing all the, the little ones and... Um, I've been thinking about this, you know, lately, you know, all the um, fun and the facts that, you know, you don't want any scariness to creep into your retirement strategy, which I think can be very daunting uh, as you approach that. But, you know, accordingly, on today's show, we're going to address some of those frightful mistakes that could really haunt your retirement. Yeah, I, I think that's a great uh, a great topic. Yeah, yeah. So, anyhow, before I go on uh, to this um, whole Halloween saga of <laughs> candy corn and so forth, the man who loves his candy corn oh. <laughs> is my co-host Tony Shore. Oh, actually, I have to be honest. I'm not a fan of candy corn a- at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like candy corn. It's one of the few. Uh, Halloween uh, treats I don't like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, the, the Reese's peanut butter cups and the Snickers. So, um, 
but yeah, that's yeah, uh, thanks for having me on the show. It sounds like you've got a good one lined up for us, Karen. And um, you know, uh, this sounds like a frightfully fun show. Uh, it, it is the season, <laughs> and um, you know, there's nothing sweet about making mistakes that can take the joy out of retirement. And I know that's the main thing you help people do. That's what you're trying to do for our listeners here on the show. That's what you do for your clients. Is uh, really make sure they don't make mistakes that could derail their retirement or cost them. And so I'm, I'm excited to hear some of the information you have for us. But first, how have you been? It, it sounds like uh, trick-or-treating went well at your house this year. It did. It did. In between um, caregiving for my you know, father and um, answering the you know door with these cute little trick-or-treaters, it was a pretty <laughs> active day for me. You've had a busy <laughs> few weeks. And fall is a good time. Uh, I, I, I love this time of year. But... Um, you know, I've done some research into some, uh, I have a couple of pieces of uh, trivia that I'll throw out during the show as well, but uh, let's get this one going. What do you have for us first? Awesome. Well, I'm eager to hear what you have for us oh, yeah. too, but well, Kimpinger article did um, 16 retirement mistakes that you will re regret forever. And so I wanted to kind of touch on uh, a number of those as we go through our show today. The first one was don't relocate on a whim. And I've dealt with this with a lot of my clients where they are so anxious to get out of the, you know, cold, dreary winters of of Chicago, of maybe some of these, you know, major um, cold northern northeast northwest areas and they want to run to sunny florida or maybe even the arizona desert oh yeah but before they do i really caution them to kind of step back and evaluate you know their plan and to look um at the area that they're potentially thinking about relocating to to find out you know are there stores close by what about medical facilities you know would their place of worship be close to them? And does that area have resources and recreation for seniors? Yeah, that's, so a, big, that's those... a big factor right there. And I'm glad you mentioned uh, churches um, and doctors and pharmacies, things like that that you're going to need as a senior and ones that you're comfortable with. You know, uh, maybe, you know, you have a, a network and maybe where you move to, uh, they, they have doctors and facilities included in that. Or you, you might have to change up your health insurance. So you have to look into all of these things, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there just are so many factors to, you know, consider when you're doing that big move. And most of the time, you shouldn't be making a move in your first year of any, you know, transition. You shouldn't be making big decisions te you know, technically yeah. during that first year. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good one. And, you know, I mean, people have their favorite vacation spots. I mean, I know growing up in Minnesota, uh, a lot of people <laughs> want to move south to Florida or think, oh, you know, we go down to Arizona each year and we spend a week there and we love it. So as soon as we're able to retire, we're going to move there or move to Florida. But, you know, you may find living at a place permanently is a lot different than just staying yes. once, once a year or even one week a year isn't enough. You need to check out, like you said, uh, 
churches, um, you know, make sure there's medical facilities. What stores are close? Are the stores you like to shop at or are going to need to shop at close? Things like that that you might not think of or might think might not be a big deal. But uh, your comfort level as a senior is key. And so those things all contribute to that. So I'm glad you brought that up, Karen. And, you know, we're past Halloween now, but we're still in the fall. But um, uh, I don't know if people realize that uh, trick-or-treating actually started in Scotland and Ireland where it was called guising. And kids would dress up and go door-to-door and ask for money or food in exchange for poems, songs, or tricks. Uh, I assume uh, the, the food they were handing out back then would be like apples or... Uh, fruit, something like that. You mean they weren't handing out Snicker bars in medieval Ireland? <laughs> no, they probably would have loved to have had Snicker bars in medieval Ireland, but uh, but probably. that's just a little bit of trivia. What do you have next for us as far as mistakes we need to avoid? Well, when it comes to retirement, another common terrifying mistake is falling for those get-rich schemes. We've had clients come in here sobbing because they had lost their money to something that popped up on their computer or a phone call that came through. And the Federal Trade Commission receives millions of these complaints, um, especially like back in 2016, 37% of fraud complaints were filed by seniors. And it's not just on the federal level. You probably you know can contact your state's attorney's office and they're managing fraud cases as well yeah you know it reminds me of when i was a kid trick-or-treating and everyone said oh there's that house that gave out king-size candy bars but i could never find it it was you know that old adage of if it's too good to be true it probably <laughs> is <laughs> kids just need to find your you and ron's house that's where that's where they're at that's but, right <laughs> but you're right i mean uh, yeah get rich quick schemes are are, are bad I, I and um you know i i just think that's interesting and speaking of um halloween this is a, a fact i came across that really surprised me you know we got christmas coming up yet and you, you know that's the biggest commercial holiday here in America is Christmas. But did you know that uh, Halloween is America's second biggest, uh, trailing only Christmas? In 2019, Americans spent $9 billion on Halloween. Wow. And even wow. in 2020, last year, even with COVID, Americans still spent $8 billion on Halloween. So I guess Candy, costumes, and decorations? That's a lot, though. And I can't believe it's that close to Christmas. It's like, um, I didn't know Halloween was that big of a commercial holiday, but I guess, I guess you know, when you start to think about, and especially some of the, you know, the big blow-up decorations that people do mm-hmm. and lights and all that, I guess people do spend a lot of money on Halloween. Well, I read something recently that 25%, a quarter of the candy that is sold is sold for Halloween. So that was really interesting. Oh, but, wow. Wow, yes. that is, that for one day, a 25% of all candy sold in a year is sold as Halloween and candy. That's crazy. Think of all the other holidays that have candy involved. So oh. that's pretty Im- immense. <laughs> yeah, that's true, like Easter. So, uh, well, that's, inter- and, and um, Valentine's Day, that is intense. So uh, what's next? Well, you know, one of the other mistakes in retirement that could really haunt our retirees is placing too much stock in your desire to work indefinitely. Lots of baby boomers intend to work past age 
65 and some of them their full retirement age isn't until age 67 but according to the Kiplinger article 53% of workers want to work past 65 but the reality is only one in five are actually still employed after age 65. You know, regardless of their intentions, there are a number of reasons why you may not be able to work as long as you like. Sometimes you have injury. You know, illness may you know, prevent you to continue working. Or if you lose a job and at you know, an age in retirement, you're not able to get gainful employment, that may you know, prevent you from continuing working. But the good news is, and this is where we love to step in, is if you have a solid retirement financial strategy, it can help you manage some of those unexpected scenarios. Well, yeah. And I think if people work with a financial services professional like yourself, Karen, uh, you're equipped to help them set and meet those savings goals that will benefit them in retirement. That's right. Um, Delaying your savings strategy for too long can be a huge, huge mistake. Um, Bankrate did a survey and found that respondents said that they were upset that they had waited too long to begin stocking away money for retirement. And one of the benefits, though, of um, the federal government has provided is that if you're running behind on your nest egg, you may be able to utilize these federally approved catch-up methods designed specifically for people age 50 and older. For example, in 2021, um, those 50 and older added another 6,500 into their 401k beyond the standard 19,500. So there are options out there for them to start you know, compounding that, um, it's, you know, as everybody says, it's never too late. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. And it, you gotta, you gotta get going on it. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Now, uh, before we go on, let our listeners know how they can get a plan in place and, and take care of these things. Um, how can they get a hold of you to do that? Listeners can visit our website at Dowling Retirement or call our office at 708 708- Four seven nine eight seven seven one to discuss how my team might be able to help answer any of their questions and address concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to prepare you for the re- your retirement, the one that you've worked so hard for. Well, thanks for that, Karen. And yeah, I would encourage our listeners to pick up the phone and give you a call. I mean, there's no charge for that consultation, no obligation. Uh, just uh, set up that meeting. I think that's very valuable. I'm glad you're offering that to our listeners today. And listeners, this is Live Long, Retire Strong with our host, Karen Presha Dowling of Dowling Legacy and Retirement. And I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Let's continue our discussion. Uh, It's been a good one so far. We've been chatting about some of the frightful mistakes that uh, really could haunt your retirement. And uh, uh, it's been a good one. What do you have next? What's the next frightful mistake for us, Karen? Well, I'm really looking forward to getting into this. This is where uh, we highlight the danger of taking Social Security too early. Um, If your full retirement age is age 67, you're going to receive 100% of the benefit once you hit that age. Sounds simple, right? But it can get complicated if you choose to file at an earlier age because 
At age 62, your monthly check will be slashed as much as 29 to 30% for the rest of your life. Conversely, if you wait to file past your full retirement age, you can end up with more goodies in your retirement bag um, because you add an additional 8% in benefits for each year you work between ages 67 and 70. Unfortunately, that you know 8% benefit stops once you turn 70. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's, that's huge. Obviously a lot of people don't understand that they can maximize their social security, right? And uh, you really can. And that's kind of the foundation of uh, a retirement plan and retirement income, isn't it? And that absolutely. And that's one of the key programs and reports that we do when we sit down to find out what is your primary insurance amount, what is that full retirement age, and then we run a Social Security maximization report so that we can see what is the optimal way to file and the time to file. And you can see at each of the different ages that you might consider to retire at what you would forego if you choose to file earlier or what you might gain if you decide to retire later. And it's a very valuable tool uh, to see and make a decision so that you know moving forward what would be the most optimal way for you to file. Yeah, and I know if our listeners are interested, you'd be more than happy to run that report for them if they set up uh, a consultation. You can run that social security maximization report. What a valuable tool. And I know because there are a lot of things people don't take into consideration, like spousal benefits and, uh, you know, when you take it can affect that and how you take it. And uh, there are a lot of filing strategies that can be utilized. Uh, It's not just as simple as, oh, I'm 62, I'll file. Well, you could be, you know, really giving up a lot of money and not maximizing your Social Security. Um, And so that's really important. So. Um, did you know that, uh, uh, here's one this time of year, you know, uh, you know, Halloween's passed, but people still have pumpkins sitting on their doorsteps as decoration. But, uh, originally, uh, jack-o'-lanterns were even carved out of turnips, potatoes, and beets. I can't even, I can't, wow. ima- <laughs> I can't imagine that. And did you know that the, the great state of Illinois actually produces five times as many pumpkins as any other state? They produce 500 million pounds of pumpkins every year. Woohoo! Isn't that wow. crazy? That is. I guess the land of Lincoln could be called the land of pumpkins. Yeah, they're going to have to change their license plate slogan. That's <laughs> they and we have tons and tons of pumpkin patches all over the place, and local farmers yeah. that we try to purchase the pumpkins yeah. from to I think help that's out. Great. Yes. Well, another potential retirement mistake that would send shivers up your spine is if you borrow from your 401k. Oh. For anything other than a true emergency, you should want to avoid borrowing from your 401k because most likely you're then going to reduce or maybe even completely stop new contributions while you're trying to repay that loan. And that could be really bad news for your eventual retirement. So don't forget that if you suspend any of your 401k contributions, you could also be missing out on that company match that might be available. 
Well, yeah, and the company match, that's free money. I mean, you don't want to pass yes. that, you don't want to pass that up. That's that's for sure. And, and especially stopping your contributions and missing out on your company's match. Uh, that's 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 double the trouble. So I, I think uh, I'm glad you uh, brought that up. Hey, earlier in the show, I noted that I really don't like candy corn. Uh, but right. did you know? Here's <laughs> here's a fun one. Candy corn was originally called chicken feed. The candy oh. they called the candy mm-hmm. chicken feed, and it was sold in boxes with a rooster logo on it. But um, uh, the current recipe for candy corn dates all the way back to the 1880s. And I want to tell you, Karen, the last time I tried candy corn, it tasted like it was made in the 1880s. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even think chickens would eat that stuff. Oh, my gosh. And just sugar, yeah. sugar high that yeah. comes from that. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's what grandparents give to their grandkids know, and then know. send them home. I know. we talked often on previous episodes about the value of streamlining retirement when it comes to your possessions you know cutting down on clothes books knickknacks and so much more that you might be sending into your retirement Um, but it's often um, the case it's possible to go too far with it Um, I know clients who have gone on decluttering frenzy only to find out months later that they regret kicking some of the stuff to the curb. I know we did some of this when we were moving and I did keep some stuff and I'm so glad that I did keep some of it because I utilized it in our move to another home. But um, yeah, there were a lot of things that we did give to AMVETS because my husband's a veteran. And you know, so that was really, really an, um, a nice effort that we could kind of shed some of the uh, old stuff, the knickknacks that we didn't need anymore, but more importantly, clothes that we could help out, you know, through AMVETS and help out another organization. Um, but, you know, on a related note, if you're going to get rid of financial documents and other documents, one of the things that we like our clients to do is to scan them first. And we have a generational vault where we often will scan all of their legal documents, their insurance documents, investments, anything that they might have, we are more than happy to scan it into the generational vault so that they have a digital version of those items. Because you never know when you know, the IRS might come and you know, audit and you might need those documents. So we just wanted to give them a complimentary version to have a 24-7 access to a portal that has all those documents. Yeah, there you go. See, that's really, that would be helpful. And you want to make sure that you have uh, all your documents in order and you really, uh, that's that's so important. And, um, you know, uh, get them together. And I know you have that uh, generational vault that you offer to people to keep their important documents, uh, keep copies of them online where they can be accessed. But but that's true. And you don't want the IRS knocking at your door as well. So true. Uh, that's huge. Hey, my favorite song this time of year, uh, I, I collect records. I don't know if you knew me knew that about me, no. Karen, but yeah, I'm a huge record collector, have been since junior high. I buy and sell albums and CDs and uh, just a big music nut, but I collect novelty records and a big novelty record 
around Halloween is Monster Mash. We've probably all heard the song Monster Mash around every yes. year every year around Halloween. But did you know that it actually reached number one on the Billboard Top 100 chart? It was a number one song just before Halloween in 1962. That's so, crazy. Yeah, the Monster wow. Mash was number a number one song on the Billboard charts. And um, it's by Bobby Boris Pickett and uh, Bobby Pickett. So that's a, that's a fun one. That's a little bit of trivia for you. So what do you have next for us? Well, one of the things that you know, I've, I've discovered uh, being in this retirement field is, that of course, there are a lot of parents that love their children. And oftentimes things come up where they want to provide for those kids, whether it be for, you know, kids' uh, college funds or maybe, you know, for a special event that, you know, a dream wedding for that child. But if they don't have a good retirement strategy in place, dipping into those funds could really derail their retirement. Um, And so we don't want them to go broke during their retirement, you know, but... You know, your kids could be a reason for that if you enable that um, providing for them when you should be you know, strict with your retirement plan and only if that money is available outside of that retirement plan. Well, yeah, that's that's another good point. That's true. So, uh, you know, you, you don't want to run out of money in retirement. That's what everybody's afraid of. But you know, um, and you don't want to, I know saying no to your kids is tough, <laughs> but sometimes yes. you have to do what you have to do uh, in, in depending on your own situation, right? Right. Well, and another one that I think I've seen retirees come to us and they are asking, how do I get out of this timeshare? Oh, timeshares. Yep. And, you know, the allure of them at the beginning is really um, awesome. They think, you know, well, you know what, when we're retiring, we're going to be traveling. This is one less thing that we have to worry about. But you know, if you don't have the financial means for one, the initial upfront costs or the potentially hefty maintenance fees, and sometimes they have special assessments yeah. involved. And you keep in mind that you also have to have the availability to travel and have the funds to travel. Um, But those that have been kind of drawn into that allure and bought timeshares often are regretting those at the time of retirement because it's very difficult to get out of those. There are companies, but you have to have the right company that can get you out of that. Well, yeah, and I've, I've read more about this. A lot of people got themselves upside down in timeshares or they can't get out uh, contractually. They're, they're not good. And I think the sales pitches are really um, slick and forceful and some kind, sometimes mm-hmm. even deceiving. So a lot of seniors end up getting into timeshares that they can't get out of or can't afford. And so that's something you have to look out for. Uh, I, I always say don't sign up for anything or purchase anything without consulting with a financial services professional like yourself or have somebody take a look at it. Uh, I think that's good. Now, let's keep the show rolling. You've had some good ones. Uh, what's the next uh, piece of financial wisdom you want to give us today? 
Well, we just recently wrote a book, Don't Go Broke in the Nursing Home, and it's a whole book on long-term care. And oh, wow. Kiplinger articles talking about that being a potential mistake yep. if you're not considering what you'll need in retirement for long-term care. Um, we all think that we're going to have these um, healthy lives well into our 80s, and I, my wish and blessing to everybody is that that is the case. However, we have to be um, cautious and make sure that we are planning for not only the best, but the worst scenario. And, uh, you know, Genworth did a study in 2019 that notes that the national median cost of assisted living is nearly 49,000 a year. That's assisted living. But a private nursing home could be over $100,000 annually. Yeah, yeah up That's to 12. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I've seen it at $12,000 a month for yes. uh, one of the better um, uh, uh, assisted living and memory care and nursing homes here uh, near us. It's almost, you know, depending on what you need, because everything's a la carte, it can be as much as $12,000 a month. Crazy. We've had clients in that uh, scenario, and um, that is overwhelming. Yeah, and, that's crazy. You know, although we want to protect you know the assets as much as possible, but you know we may be able to do that legally and get them onto um, to Medicaid assistance. It may not be in the best facility for one, and number two, it may be. Um, still a facility that isn't going to have all those bells and whistles that you would have expected to. So, um, you know, if anything that I could put out to our listeners is look into long-term care options. There are several different ways to do it through um, insurance or as your brokerage account as collateral. There are so many different options for us to to evaluate. Yeah. Yeah. I just think long-term care and senior care is so important. And, you know, both you and I, we were talking before the show. I mean, you know, your parents are, are getting older and need care and my parents are as well. My mom has Parkinson's and my father-in-law just went into hospice. So Uh, It's a lot. And, uh, you know, um, all these baby boomers are now, a lot of them are starting to hit that age where they're going to need long-term care or in-home care and nursing care. So you need a plan in place. And I know that's something that you help people out with. But Karen, we're out of time for today's show. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time before we go how they can get a hold of you and set up that consultation? Great. Well, if you'd like more info on what we've discussed, I'd encourage you to visit our website, Dowling Retirement, or call our office at 708-479-8771 to discuss how my team and I can be able to answer all your questions and address any of your concerns. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've always dreamed of and worked so hard for. All right. Thanks, Karen. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Live Long, Retire Strong with our host, Karen Presha Dowling. Thank you. And join us again soon for another episode of Live Long, Retire Strong. And it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Live Long, Retire Strong. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Karen Presha Dowling at Dowling Legacy and Retirement. Call 708-479-8771 or visit them online at DowlingRetirement.com. Karen Presha Dowling and Dowling Legacy and Retirement are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.